You're a maniac. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idol Chat. I am Jonathan Idol, a.k.a. Johnny Idol. Thank you so much for listening across the table from me, as always, is my lovely, always entertaining, and incredibly supportive girlfriend, Bessie. Hi. This morning, somebody in one of my... I said hi. Hi. Facebook groups posted a picture of a gigantic birthday cake Mm. with somebody, you know, it was like a gift or whatever, happy birthday for somebody. And I wrote, this is when my boyfriend would say, excuse me, I ordered the large. And I would give him a pity laugh and a gentle pat on the back. (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, great. Do these people know me? Of course not. Oh, good. Oh, even better. That's great. Even better. So I say uh, my incredibly supportive girlfriend because the last, you know, last couple of weeks have been a whirlwind, you know. Oh, they have been. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, I'm super cranky. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you guys what's going on. I mean, look, we're all family at this point, right? We're all friends. Yeah. Dad, dad left me his Corvette, his 1988 C4 Corvette. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's so weird. I don't really think I realized because it was last night that I was kind of like, I'm watching like videos on this particular, you know, generation of Corvettes, you know, and and, and the history of them and what, how they impacted where Corvettes went after that, blah, 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 all right. that stuff. Deep diving. Deep diving, yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, Holy crap. We hmm. have a classic Corvette in our yard. Um yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and and I've always wanted a Corvette. And then I realized, holy crap, I now have a classic Corvette because I lost my dad. And it's just been really, really odd. You know? Yeah. And then yeah. I there's of course, you know, because it's a Corvette, there's always issues with them and I'm trying to fix the taillights and I went through this whole thing. I tore the whole dashboard apart and just everything pulled the whole inside apart. I'm no mechanic, folks, okay? <laughs> I put this part in that, that I was told to put in. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't fix the problem. So, and I, you know, I was just really... And of course, working on these things, there's nothing comfortable about it. Like no. everything is in and twisted and around the corner and you can't see it and you're trying to unscrew something and the door's in the way and you can't get the screwdriver everything about it i'm is trying to get into where the the the, the difficult yeah the yeah. dashboard is long it's deep and right. i'm trying to get in this corner of it yeah you're right there and the the windshield is there and i'm trying to get in there and and yes. it was it was really it was really just a, a string of dad sounds Sweet. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was stuff. the soundtrack of the no. repair. No. It did not feel good. I'm in pain. I'm in a ton of pain, and I'm, I'm less than pleased because it didn't work. Of course, I went in with this. Bessie, what you have taught me is, you know, don't worry about it unless it happens, you know. So, of course, I'm like, I'm going to go through all this. It's not going to freaking work. But I'm like, no, I'm going to go. Troubleshooting. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do this and I'm confident that it's going to work and then it didn't work and, and it, you know, but anyway, it's My a really- motto is you earn the right to complain after you've exhausted all of the yeah. 
possibilities. Well, I just, I just said I'm calling the mechanic. You know, he told yeah, me, yeah, he told me what to, try, he yeah. told me what to try and whatever. And I, you know, this thing, this part that I had to switch out goes on them anyway. So yeah. there's a new one in there. Right. So who cares? I'm not really that worried. It was a thirty dollar part. I'm not really that worried about it. But I don't know. It's just a when they. You know, we went over there to. Well, you were you you were working. I went over there to on Saturday to go over the will and stuff, and and then they're like, "Okay, well, take the car," and I'm like, "Now?" It was just so strange, and just it's it's a really weird feeling to like be driving away in like this really awesome vehicle but the only reason it's happening is because right. you lost one of your parents it's just right. really really right. strange yeah yeah I how to lo- converge those feelings of yeah, yeah 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 and it like everybody's like saying oh your dad would be proud you're driving and i'm like no no it's out there without the cover on it yeah. he'd be out of his mind right. upset about it you know right. he'd be furious you right. know <laughs> so I will say this. I, I told you guys some, you know, we, we talked on here and we told our listeners about just some funny stories about my dad and just how his brain yeah. worked. You I know? love and, dad. And I love dad. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a big slice in the convertible top. You know, why is there a big slice in the convertible top? Well, he left the keys in. Well, I, I, I right now have three sets of keys for this car. And he didn't, but turns out, and he had AAA. He just didn't didn't want to call AAA, so just took a knife and cut yeah. open the convertible top. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, right. I don't. It's. I mean, I say these stories to be clear. I say these stories because you have to laugh at some you of these things. You have to laugh and, at yeah. it. I know. Yeah, I know. and it's just. He, yeah, he had a lot of cobwebs up there. He had, he had some, a lot of messy, you know, we'll mixed call it, wiring. We'll call it internal torment. Why don't we call yeah. it? You know, he was a yeah. tormented guy. His fuses need to, needed to be changed. Yeah, so maybe they're changing. He's not mad about me not having the cover on it. Yeah, maybe he's relieved that you don't have what he had. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't put the top up to run into the store really quick. I'm sure he right. would have flipped out about that too right. and whatever. Right. But anyway, we're You're working on it. You're not being unsafe. You're just no. not being his level of. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has cars. Safety. There are cars in his yard that don't run, but he still has the club on the steering wheel and the battery right. disconnected. It's you know it, it's. It's a weird thing, man, to wrap your brain around. But anyway, I'm working on it, Dad. It's going to be awesome. We just have to have empathy. That's it. It's all we you can do. We don't know that's what really... it felt like to be living in that. Yeah, I think that's I, when when we were going through all the stuff and just seeing all the the precautions put on cars that have flat tires. They're mm, still taking t- the battery out every time you drive the car. Stuff like that, you know. And yeah. I was just and I where I went with it was just. Like wow, I just—it must be so hard to live exhausting. like that. It must be exhausting to live like that. Truly, yeah. So I mean, anyway, you don't do that stuff because you want to. You have to do it. I, yeah. So I think I was—I spent it's a compulsion almost since Saturday. I think until like yesterday, I was—I was like, well, why would he? Do, there's three right. sets of keys. He right. has AAA, and then I think, I think together we figured out he was probably somewhere and. And just had to get home. Yeah. You know, he just had to be home and just had to do what he did, you know. And, 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 you know, instead of scratching my head, I'm kind of feeling empathetic about it, you know. That's good. I think so. Yeah. That's a hard shift to have, too, because then you open up other feelings that are deeper. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think I, that hit me last night. I think I was like, I was like, wow, we have a Corvette, and this is why. And it was really like, 
and just today when you came out and I was like I was having a rough time and I literally like broke down I cried a little bit because it's really it's catching up it's catching up yeah. but we're good but having this project this little puzzle and figuring it out and learning about it is sweet it's part of the journey yeah I'm and just, when like in five years when you're thinking back on getting it up and going it'll be it's kind of parallel to your grief journey it's kind of sweet best drove it today I did drive it today. It's cool, right? Revved it a little bit. What a hot rod that thing is. Oh, it's, it's so fun. cool. It's it wants so, to just fly. Just go. It yeah, it wants to go. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't understand that there are speed limits on the yeah. roads. It's like, why are there roads if they have to have speed limits? You need to just open it up. Let's go. It's like, I would love to get, because I've been deep diving on the whole Corvette thing lately and kind of how it went and like. I find like I was I was into the C3s, the Stingray and stuff like that because that's when, that was the Corvette when I was a kid. And then yeah. I find that people like 10 years younger than me, they're really into the C4s. Like like and ours is an 88 and, and it's like right in the middle of the C4. Mm. And it's just been a really fun deep dive about why it was the, the C4s are important to Corvette and I'm not going to bore everybody with all the details on that. There's another thing I want to touch on before we get started. I didn't mean to talk about this on here. Thank you for letting me vent that out, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking to them, not you. You're welcome. <laughs> we watched a video. I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is a great video. The best sandwich in yes. every U.S. state. The right? state sandwich. The highlight sandwich of every state. Right. Like you were so proud to get to our state to figure out what our highlight is. So proud. I was so excited. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We have in Massachusetts, we have Martha's Vineyard. We have the Boston. Cape. We have Boston. Yes. We, you know, we're right on the shore. Yes. You know, maybe, and then we have a lot of farmland in Western Mass. I'm going to I'm gonna let you, you listeners, I think we're going to give you like five seconds to think about what you think if you're from massachusetts what you think would be what these people said is the best sandwich in right. massachusetts so we're just going to give you a few seconds let's give you some silence here yeah no you're wrong they, they, <laughs> we could have like a fried cod sandwich that's what i would think a lobster, yes well lobster roll is more main, that's main like yeah 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 crab but, or yeah. some sort of yeah. fish i, I would say like shore. a fried cod sandwich or a something hot or dog a, with boston baked beans something uh, there's so many options yeah no they they gave us the freaking fluffernutter the fluffernutter. If, if if you're the not fluffernutter, if what you're not from the area, maybe you don't know what that is. But it's basically <laughs> a peanut butter sandwich. But instead of jelly, they take marshmallow fluff spread and put that on. Don't get me wrong. A fluffernutter was invented in Massachusetts. It's a Massachusetts right. yeah, product. Yeah, I don't care. So I that mean, I mean, that's probably where it came from. Of for course, this list. but I don't but know. Really, that's the highlight. You might have that a couple times as a child. Look, no, I'll I'll still have a fluffernutter sandwich. You're I will. a child. I'm a child. Yeah, I am a child. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I do like a fluffernutter sandwich. You're but not going to go say, to a restaurant and order a fluffernutter. I'm not going to look at. We're looking and I'm going to the Cape. <laughs> we're going to take the Corvette to the Cape soon, right. and we're going to dump out Dad's ashes per his request, and then go for high end and go for a fluffernutter. No. We're, <laughs> <laughs> That's Imagine insane. That. No, yeah. we're gonna go. We're gonna clams fly, uh, or something. Something. I don't know. I just wanted to. So what I think we're going fish. to do is it should have been fish. It should have been fish. Absolutely, fish. should have been fish. 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 
I think we're going to do a, an episode on like the best sandwiches around the country. I think yes. we're going to kind of like signature sandwiches from yes. a certain area, like the cheesesteak. And then and today stuff I like found that. a signature cocktail from every state. Yeah. So I think we're going to look into how much uh, content for both of those and either do one episode or two with that. And, and, and I want to say too, we have, uh, uh, I just talked with our friend Andy Sauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, today he has a great idea for for a series of podcasts, and we're also having he and his wife back with the Good Speeds too. We have a big thing going on with that coming up next month. That's going to be they're going to be f- four Pete offenders together. You know yeah. that's going to be great. So I, I think uh, we have some really really great stuff coming up. So anyway. Bessie, I, I, I think I went through all this stuff talking about like the car and all that to say like I had no capacity. So I am yeah. I I said that to thank you for the work that you did for this episode for us all. So thank you very much. You're welcome. That's nice. I'm trying. I told off the guy at Advance Auto Parts today for no reason. I told him off and stormed out literally for nothing. I'm, it was I'm, very surprising. It was surprising to everyone. Was it really that surprising? I'm a bit it of a was, shit sometimes. Well, the whole situation was uh, caught us all off guard, yeah. Yeah, including the guy I yelled at, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was being a bit smarmy, and I just wasn't in the mood. So, But I, I think if I went back now, I probably would have taken it a little bit differently. Yes. you know. But I just crawled off from underneath the car, and I, and right. I was in, and it's hot, I'm sunburned, I'm miserable, right. you know. Right. Anyway, so... What do you got for us, Bess? We're recovering from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we thought this week that it would be fun to talk about food. Yeah. Because we love food. Love food. It sustains us and entertains us. Yes. It is the giver of all things joyful, in my opinion. Yes. Food. Just all good things revolve around food. If you think about it, if somebody's having a tough time... You bring somebody, them food. We bring them food. Somebody's you don't down want them to worry about. Bring them food. You don't want to worry about yeah. celebrating. You're bringing them food. You don't want them to worry about distracting from whatever it is that you know. You want yeah. that. You want them. Somebody's having a tough time. They're sad. They lose yeah. somebody. They don't want to cook. You You're bring going them food to an event that you don't want to go to. Well, what are they serving for food? Okay, that might make it better. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Everything is food. Right. 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 So. We're going to talk this week specifically about different food items named for celebrities or famous people or, or influential people, people. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. People inspired food items. I really like that. It's going to be like fun. That. It is. And I, I'd like to say too, we, we racked our brains the other night trying to think about what we were going Again, like I said, well, our yeah, capacity. Well, yeah, because we thought about Elvis, the Elvis sandwich. The Elvis sandwich, which right. Which actually isn't even on this list. So we could talk briefly about. We're that. going to talk about that, but it's so funny. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of just went after us bouncing ideas around for a half hour. You just kind of went, "What? I have an idea. Why don't we just do food items named after people?" And I said, "That sounds great." And you're like, "Weird." I mean, you literally went, "Weird." Yeah, like, okay. Where did it come? It was just like, <laughs> where did, yeah, where did it come a from? A light bulb went off in my head. We yeah. sat there trying to think of anything that would be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, but but um, why start now? Yeah, but I thought about Elvis and I thought about the sandwich. Yeah. And his sandwich is a peanut butter and banana and bacon sandwich. Grilled. Grilled. Yeah, yeah. I had one at Which Graceland. Is so Moorish. Yeah, yeah. I had one at Graceland. They have like a little cafe there and yeah. you can get one there. There's a there's Graceland, there's the airplane museum, and there's yeah. some cars and stuff too. Yeah. And then this little like a diner kind of thing, you know, you go in like and, and I had one there. I, I mean it's like dessert. And breakfast and yeah. kids' I, snack. And I seem to remember it just being mm, mm, mm. 
oddly gross and amazing at the same time. Salty I don't know. And savory. Yeah, it was and great. Sweet and mushy. And yeah. Yummy. Yeah. So that's he, the Elvis sandwich. You know, he had his, his cook uh, would make him fried chicken, but instead of breadcrumbs, it was crushed up potato chips. How good does that sound? Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. That was the foundation for this. Yeah, great. You can't talk about food named after people without starting with the margarita pizza. Right. Yeah. Pizza's been around forever. Yes. But the margarita pizza is kind of what you would think of as like the basic pizza. It's a good pizza. I like the margarita pizza. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. In my opinion, there are certain things that you have to kind of have the base of before you can have the other stuff. Right. So for me, when I go get a donut, I want like a glazed donut or a plain donut. Because if they're not nailing that, then why would I want the fancy evolved thing i get the glaze that's my yeah. thing i always when have I to go get the glaze get, yeah when i go to a new sushi place i want the sashimi i want to taste the freshness and the cut and right. see all of it like can't get the basics right you know right and i think of margarita pizza as like the basic you gotta nail the basic so it's just a cheese pizza with tomatoes and basil on it right yeah, is that what it is? yeah. yep it's fresh dough tomato sauce fresh mozz and basil so good. Beautiful. Yeah. So they named it the Margarita Pizza because uh, Queen Margarita was visiting Naples and they wanted to commemorate her visiting them by making this for her to resemble the colors of the Italian flag. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's There's great. The Margarita Pizza. There's a Margarita Pizza and it's still around. I love that. It's still around. I wonder how that was like the first one. I bet it was I great, know. right? It had to have been good, I right? I bet it was lacking salt. I Probably. <laughs> Isn't everything? (laughs) (laughs) This one, a lot of these, some of these we know. Some of these I thought I knew, but didn't. And some are just like totally surprising to me. This one, totally surprising. Dr. Pepper. Really? Yes. So Dr. Charles Taylor Pepper's former assistant invented... Dr. Pepper the soda and named it Dr. Pepper because it sounded medicinal and there was like a fad for tonics and carbonated beverages as being good for you. Really? Yes. So, so I mean, do we have a little sidebar on the Mr. Pibb, which is basically Dr. Pepper? Oh, no, we don't have a sidebar on that, but I think it was just to sound yeah, like yeah, Mr. Yeah, Pibb. It was yeah. just a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sure. Like I'm Dr. sure. Dr. Yeah, Pepper, yeah, 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 right. I like Dr. I think Pepper. That was, that was marketing, but Dr. Pepper, they actually named it after him. Is that wild? That's great. What is that Imagine he had being a-, a patient of Dr. Pepper's and then seeing that in the store. And then and then he tells you, you know, you're going to have to cut back on the sweets and stuff. You got to, you know. Except do- you, for this one. You have a soda named after you, Doc. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> What's that time you had a Dr. Pepper? Oh, no idea. Uh, oh, it's a- Not a clue. Well, Doc, our friend Doc showed up here the other day. And he, he, he brought me a, a Coca-Cola from McDonald's, like the fountain. It was glorious. I haven't had that in so long. Do you know they long. have their own, they have like their own syrup concentration or something? Yeah, something. Their Coca-Cola is different. And the reason that their straws are bigger is to allow more of the carbonation to hit your tongue. It doesn't have to do with drinking more at a time. It's wow. to get more carbonation to hit your tongue, which enhances the experience. That's very interesting. Yes, there's a lot of science behind it. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's behind the McDonald's Coca-Cola. Yeah. 
It's all because we're schmucks. Yeah, yeah. We're just being used. But hey, I guess if I'm paying for something, I want them to elevate. Yeah, sure. Elevate my experience for this extra 99 cents while I supersize or whatever it is. Uh, Next on our list, on our menu, is the Reuben. Yes. Probably my most favorite sandwich. It's up there, man. A good Reuben. A good mm-hmm. Reuben is tough. A bad Reuben is bad, though. Like when it's, but I yeah, mean, but when how? It's but, greasy. But, a, but a, a Reuben has to be really bad for it to be bad. Like, True. You know? True. I mean, it really does. I love a Reuben sandwich. Yeah. True. Well, what's the history on that? Reuben. Good luck. Kulikovsky. Okay. All right. Not so bad. Not bad. No. Reuben Kulikovsky invented this corned beef sauerkraut and Thousand Island classic to satisfy poker players in the back room of the Blackstone Hotel in Omaha back in the 20s. In Omaha? Yeah. Can you imagine in Omaha? Yeah. Like you think like Reuben, the Reuben sandwich, because you can get like a great Reuben in like New York City or something and and from Omaha. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I guess you think of like Omaha, Nebraska being like a big cattle state. And so they probably were making a lot of briskets mm. and but you wouldn't think of them as like making pastrami's I don't and know. corning the beef. I don't know. But that's but anyway, yeah. So um that is one line of thought. Um but Ruben Deli in New York, who which, which was run by Arnold Rubin, also claims to have invented the sandwich. Oh, of course. So there is a little conflicting history, but I like the thought of it being a classic to satisfy the poker player so they didn't have to get up from the tables. They could just eat their whole meal right in there. one package yeah. deal. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I love that. That's, I love Stick that. Stick with the gambling. I haven't had a Reuben. Don't even take a little break to have a sand to have a, a no, dinner. No. I don't think I've had a Reuben <laughs> in a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. It's been a long time for me also. Let's go. We'll go to Ryan's Deli in Vernon and get and get a all Reuben. Right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up Next. Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. B. Fwellington. Yes. It's, wait, just to be clear, it's B. Yes. Fwellington. B. Fwellington. Okay, great. Thank we're you. We're on the same page. All right, yeah, we're on the same page. The Duke of Wellington gave his name to this dish. He defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, which was on June 18th, my birthday. Oh, but you're, and, you're that old. Wow. Yeah, I okay. know, right? Don't I look great? I feel a lot less creepy. All right. And had Beef Wellington as his victory meal. So beef with mushrooms wrapped in a pastry crust. They named it Beef Wellington after him because he had defeated this blah, blah, blah. And it was time for celebration and you should have a Beef Wellington. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah. Imagine the meal after winning a war. (laughs) Like. Yeah, you're going to eat, right? You're going to eat something. You're going to eat. Can you imagine? You just watched a bunch of people that fought for you get like brutally sacrificed let's cut into some medium somehow rare somehow you want you like had less deaths than the other one so you're like let's have beef <laughs> wow human nature is wild wild <laughs> wild but yeah we got to make a beef wellington i haven't huh? had a beef wellington in a long time no neither have i and i think that's maybe the next thing that we'll have to all right give it a master go. yeah mm. make some dill some dill Shirley Temple. Yes. Wash it down with a Shirley Temple. Sounds great. I love 1930s a good Shirley 1930s child star, Shirley. Yes. She was America's sweetheart. 
every single thing. She's like, oh, no. I right, wanted to right, slap right. her face. <laughs> <laughs> Out to dinner with her parents. She was jealous of their... What cocktail were they having? Oh, what cocktail were they having? Wait. Oh, was it the similar a, a color to the Shirley Temple? It yes, was? sir. Okay, let me think about this. Were they having a Boulevardier? No. A Negroni? No. Okay, what were they having? An Old Fashioned. An Old Fashioned, okay. She was jealous and she wanted something fun and fancy and so uh, they mixed some grenadine with club soda or ginger ale and made a Shirley Temple. I love a Shirley Temple. a cherry in there. Fancy little kid cocktail. And it was her. Yeah, it was for her. So they named it Shirley Temple and then... Oh, that's great. Caught on. How basic... I should have put this as the second one after Margarita Pizza. Sandwich. Yes. Earl of Sandwich. Sandwich. The Earl of Sandwich. Yes. Yeah. He was also a devoted gambler. Really? Yes. Yes. So what? He wanted to... He didn't want to leave the, the tables for meals. So he ordered his butler to bring him meat wedged between slices of bread for a handheld meal that would let him continue to play. Intrigued, his rivals called for the butler to bring them the same as Sandwich. The same as sandwich. Yep. And that just turned into sandwich. And now we and have sandwiches. And here we are. Genius. Genius. I mean, a sandwich is... Clo- a good sandwich is close to the perfect food, right? I mean... Hey, is a taco a sandwich? Yeah. All right. Sunny Goodspeed, what do you think? Is a taco a sandwich? A hot dog's a sandwich. A taco's a sandwich. A burger's Breakfast a sandwich. Breakfast sandwich is a sandwich. No, that is not. Pizza folded over on itself is a calzone, which is also a sandwich as long as it's open on one part. Oh, man, I don't know. Now you're pushing it. It's all sandwich. If there's bread on both sides or something that is substituted for bread. So if you fold the pizza in half, that's a sandwich? I just said that. I know, but I'm just saying that's what you're saying is if you fold the pizza. I heard you. As long as it's completely folded. Okay. I don't know if I agree with you. We're going to have to discuss this later. Okay. (laughs) I'm chaotic neutral, babe. Bring it on. I know. All right. Caesar, the Caesar salad. Okay. You'd think that this was for Julius Caesar. You would think, yes. Wrong. (laughs) It's not for Julius Caesar. Oh, okay. Crazy kid. In 1924, on the weekend of the 4th of July, the anniversary of the Caesar salad is upon us, you guys. Get ready. Prepare yourselves. Chef Caesar Cardini was falling short of his um, ingredients in his in his restaurant in in, in uh, Tijuana. 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 <laughs> oh wait, I had that in a trivia round one time. Where was Isn't the Caesar great? salad? Where was the Caesar salad event? Yeah. That I, yeah, that's right. I had that as a trivia round. Yeah. Yeah, he found some basic ingredients in his kitchen: olive oil, Parmesan cheese, lettuce, egg, etc. Mm. He quickly assembled all in a bowl and tossed them to make a delicious salad. Caesar salad. And here we are. I love... And anchovies were not in the original recipe, but they are now so integral to the meal that you wouldn't think it was a Caesar salad without that. I, I, I'm, I was about to ask you. You didn't say anchovies. I was about to ask you that. Yeah. I love a Caesar salad, man. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. Agreed. Mm. <laughs> Nachos. I remember... Okay. All right. I, let me just really quick. Okay. Hold on. He knows something. Yeah. It was like a restaurant near the border. Yes. I can't remember what side it was on. Mexican. Mexican. And somebody went in there and I asked him to throw something together and the guy just like melted some cheese yeah. on tortilla chips and, yeah. and some jalapenos or something, right? Do you know what decade? 
<sighs> Hold on. I'm going to say the 1950s. Ooh, 43. All right, close. Probably close. 50s is when it started to spread. I, I was thinking 40, 50, 60s. There was no, you yeah. know, there was no TikTok then. Couldn't no, really no. get the word out as right, right, fast right. as you can now. Right, right, right. Pony Express took a long time to get to New England. Right. Uh, 1943, a boy named Ignacio Anaya. Okay. Nickname. Nacho. Nacho. Yeah. Uh, was working at a club in Mexico. The club was located close to the border of Eagle Pass, Texas. Um, and one night, a bunch of soldiers and their wives yes. came for dinner, but they were short on ingredients. So he just kind of thought, I'll throw something together, cut up some tortilla, throw on, threw on some cheese and jalapenos, threw it in the oven and... Here we are. They loved it, and they named it Nacho. I love it. Nachos. I was in Michigan one Nachos, nachos. Yes, nachos, nachos. (laughs) I was in Michigan one time with uh, uh, the Morrisons and Dave, and and you guys don't know those guys. Some of you do. Anyway, and we went to the place where Adam Richman from Man vs. Food, and he went and he ate Mount Nachismo. Yes. That poor guy, man. Listen. It took all four of us to eat that, and we were stuffed. I mean, Mm-mm-mm. not one of us under 200 pounds, right? At the time, not one of us was under 200 pounds, and we sat down, and it took us all of us to eat the whole thing. He ate the whole thing. That, it's five pounds. That it's, guy was it, used as a sacrifice for entertainment, and, I and man, I hope somebody was looking out for him and was worried about him because... Well, yeah, he ended up leaving I for that reason. He, but. Yeah, he left... Yeah, that you can only do that so long before it takes a humongous toll on your body. It's wild, but made for some great TV. Great TV. I'll say this: oh. uh, they were not Human only nature. I'll say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Not only was it enormous, but it was wonderful. It had yeah, like I pulled bet. pork and 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 yeah. ground beef and all, all kinds of stuff, stuff, and I think chicken too. Maybe I don't know. So good nachos are great. Bad nachos blow. My favorite nachos I've ever had were at Camacho Nacho in California. Okay, with my brother Josh. Oh. Wow. Great. At the X Games. It's great. great. We'll have to go. Alfredo. Fettuccine oh, Alfredo. I just made a mean Alfredo last week. I you made did. a simple Alfredo for a nice, pizza. Simple, yeah. beautiful. Oh, so simple. So easy. Yeah. 1914, Chef Alfredo Di Le Leo. Oh. Wanted to create a dish for his wife who was feeling weak after giving birth. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Two passions in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Culinary and obstetrics. <laughs> uh, to help her regain strength, he created a creamy sauce, adding cream, cheese, and butter. He added fettuccine pasta to the sauce. The dish was extraordinarily tasty, and w- then was born a child and a new, a new dish. fad dish. Fad? It's not a fad. It's still around. Yeah, but it's like, you know, a thing. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but... No, me neither. Okay. Graham crackers. Yes. Graham crackers were... Do you know about graham crackers? No. Uh, These high fiber crackers were invented in the 19th century by Presbyterian minister Sylvester Graham. Oh. You know why? I mean, he's a minister. I'm assuming he he was thinking that the ingredients uh, had something to do with... Huh? You young boys with your active glands. Yeah, I was going to say. Keep your hands do- out of your pockets. Yeah, yeah. Your hands out of your pockets. Is that what it was? To try keep, to keep your colon regular <laughs> and your unmentionables unmentioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't have thought of a better way to say that. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, 
You thought that this high fiber snack could lead to healthy and pure thoughts, which would in turn tame sexual urges and keep people healthy. Okay. I don't, I, all right. Good. So there you go. Next time you have a graham cracker. I'll resist looking at your butt that time. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure last time I ate an entire box of graham crackers, I still looked at your butt. So we're okay. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Oh my gosh. So funny. German chocolate cake. Yeah. Was invented. This, okay, look. We read this one the other night. This one blew my mind. Yeah, we both looked at each other like, what? what? It was invented in... America. Yes. In 1852 by Sam German. He invented it for Baker's Chocolate uh, Company. Okay. Who named it? It was like Baker's German's Chocolate Cake because of Sam German. So then they just dropped the Baker's part of it and it was German Chocolate Cake and it became like a recipe that used. Yeah. Did you think it came from Germany? Yeah. Yes, I did. Like, but it came from the company Bakers. It was like one of the recipes on the back of the box. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. So cool. Yeah. Here's one that's wild. There's oh. a bunch there's a bunch of it like clementines and there's a bunch of different types of plums and fruits yeah, right, that are right, named right. after people. But I thought this was great. Granny Smith. Okay. Granny Smith was an my, Australian granny. My favorite apple. Yeah. My favorite granny. Oh. Sorry, Granny Hicks. Oh. <laughs> Granny Smith um, is an apple originating in Australia from 1868 from a chance seedling propagated by Marie Anna Smith, a.k.a. Granny Smith. And that they named the apple after her. Makes sense. Yeah. I love that apple. That's Isn't a good that apple. That's a good apple. It's a good Australian apple. I like to take a Granny Smith apple and a little paring knife and just slice off pieces of the Granny Smith. Why I eat only the Granny Smith apple that way, I don't know, mm. but I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ritual. Oh, yeah. Oh. I love this one. We've got two more. Great. Perfect. They're both great. All right. First, Melba Toast. <laughs> Melba Toast. All right. Named after Nellie Melba. Nellie Melba. Famous Australian soprano um, who took her last name from her hometown of Melbourne, also an Australian. Okay. She was living at the Savoy Hotel in London for a time and was ill. She had this illness that made her very picky and choosy with what she ate. Okay. So the chef and fan of hers, Augusta... Escoffier created Melba toast, which was just thin, thin, very, very dry toast right. that she could palate. Like it's like a cracker. He named it Melba toast. He also invented the peach Melba dessert in her honor. Oh. Yeah. But All I right. think the Melba toast thing is a little bit more like toast, really. All right. So I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah. And, and, and we can think about it if you want. But but just earlier, right before we started recording, I said, oh, we have to think of a name for the Corvette. And mm-hmm. you said, how about Melba? Right. Without even thinking about it. So I think we should I think we should we should name the Corvette Nelly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But just because you said that stupid thing. That's great. OK, good. Nelly, Nelly Melba. Yeah. And then when um, we get in a huge accident with it, we'll be like, oh, Melba toast. <laughs> that was kind of a stretch. A little bit. Anyway, last but not least, 
We got to talk about the baby Ruth. Yes, we do. I think a lot of people assumed it was named after Babe Ruth, the baseball player, but it was not. It was after the owner of the company's daughter. It was named after Babe Ruth. However. Yeah. Was it? Definitely. But the Curtis Candy Company insists that it was named after Grover Cleveland's daughter, Ruth, who died when she was 12 in 1904. Okay, why, why do you think that's not it? Because the baby Ruth was introduced in 1921 while Babe Ruth was at the peak of his performance. And why do you think? However, they, why do you think they called it Baby Ruth instead of Babe Ruth? Because they don't want to pay Babe Ruth. Maybe I don't. I don't think it worked like that. They called it Baby then. Ruth for whatever reason. But Babe Ruth was going to sue the company, and that's when they started to tell, to, to tell everybody that it was named after jo- Grover Cleveland's daughter. And listen to this what? further evidence. Scandalous. This is dubious scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the early versions. There was an offer on the wrapper for a 97 cent baseball glove. And Ruth uh, Cleveland did not play baseball. True. Wait, but nine, Babe did. What, what year was this where they had that? that? 1921. For 90, 97 cents in 1921, what would that be in today's money, I wonder? Maybe we should do seven cents. Uh, oh, okay, great. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Busted. They lied. They're totally lying, but they're getting away with it, and they didn't have to go through on this whole suing party. So <laughs> good for them. They found a loophole. Wow. Hey, that was awesome. I had so much fun. That was really great. Thanks yeah. for doing that. So now we need to invent a dish and then name it after ourselves. All right. We'll work on it. Okay, we have to invent a dish, so it can't be anything that we've done lately, but we're going to have to yeah. think about it. While yeah, something evolved enough that nobody else can take credit for it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> While we think about that, why don't we move on to the final three? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> something wrong with you, man. <laughs> anyway, these are the final three questions of the podcast. Wait, before we do this, let me say again, please. Awesome job. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. It was I really, really great. You, yeah, you, yeah, made, yeah. you made my day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Question number one, what have you been eating? Listen, folks. A couple weeks ago, we talked about our CSA, our farm share. Yeah, right? I love our farm share. F- from, from the farm is called again. Brickyard Farm. Brickyard Farm, yeah. And we went out there and we picked up and and the vegetables are awesome. We've just been thinking different the things to do. The farm's great. The vegetables are great. The people are great. The freaking lettuce, man. My favorite thing. We've been cooking with all of it, making this beautiful stuff. But honestly, my favorite thing is just taking their Rocky Top lettuce, stuffing it with fresh mozz, rolling it up like a little like a little lettuce egg roll, yeah. and then dipping it in our barbacoa sauce. <laughs> I ate the entire head of lettuce no, when I, I got I, home from work. I watched it happen. Yeah, it was great. The enti- I couldn't shove it in my mouth fast enough. It was the day we got it, too. It was freaking awesome, and I can't wait to get more of it, hopefully tomorrow. I hope so, but this, I mean, so that's what we've been eating. We've been finding different we've ways to- these beautiful crayon radishes. Yeah. That's tonight. We're doing that tonight and garlic scapes and stuff. So that's what we've been eating. Yeah. Listen, folks, if you have like a CSA near you where you never know what you're going to get, I cannot 
do it. Yeah, we cannot recommend it enough because you kind of roll up and you have these beautiful fresh vegetables, oh, farm it's fresh. Like Christmas every week. Except it is. better because you don't have to go anywhere. So excited to go out there tomorrow and see what we You don't have to plan anything. You don't have to wrap anything. Yeah, no. So awesome. Yeah. So that's what we've been eating. And we've been eating she's been giving us these little beautiful flower bouquets every week. I know, the cute fun. little thing, like a little, like a, not a mason jar, but kind of, yeah, like a yeah, mason a jar mason kind of jar, thing. Yeah. It's really, really cute. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what we get tomorrow. Mm. I messaged her and I told her that her what's, kale blew my mind. What's the best thing that you've had from it, do you think? I think... It's one of the two the kales. The collards. The collards, yeah. Yeah. The collards. I, I was under the impression that you had to like cook collards for hours. Dude, you, so no, quick I, I just, on no, these ones. Well, I did it sl- kind of in a, a medium pan quicker and then turned like it down. and kind of, Yeah, way, way quicker. Yeah, I, I would say the collards, yeah. <sighs> and we just did it with salt and pepper and and garlic and, mm-hmm. and a little splash of vinegar at the end. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it was mind-boggling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. So that's what we've been eating lately. Growing up, whenever my dad liked something a lot, he would just go, move out. Move out. Move out. So I've adapted that. <laughs> Don't I, I know. I know. You say it just <laughs> about every day. The, I said it a few minutes ago and I was like, oh, I should probably explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, question two. What is the last movie you saw without any spoilers? Do you have any thoughts? Have you seen a movie? You haven't seen a movie, uh, have you? Well, I saw The Kingsman. And oh, that, that's right. And it was... Um, after we saw that, we had Password. Right. So I didn't get to talk about yeah, it. You guys, I watched a movie. Proud or what? That was really fun. That's a good one. It was good. I like a good action spy yeah, movie. Yeah, it was super entertaining. I yeah. love I love a thriller or an action movie, like yeah. something intense. That's my jam. I like a spy kind of thing. Yeah, really, really fun. Yeah. It was good. a good time. It was a good time, and and we watched it over at Doc's house with his monstrous home theater system that that was shaking the whole house, yeah. you know. And you went there with a a huge headache when we got there. So it was yes, a- <laughs> oh my gosh, my headache resolved as soon as we got there. I was so thankful. so thankful because it was, I was loud. Worried. Yeah, I love a good loud. I thought movie. I was on the brink of a migraine, but it. Yeah. Thankfully, it worked out. I love a good loud movie. Yeah, I just, yeah, loud like, and yeah. intense and rapturing, where you forget that you're like, you know. When when the movie turns off and you're like, oh, I'm in Springfield. Like, yeah, yeah, right, right, completely. right. You forget. Yeah, I watched I the felt movie that way with um, the new Jurassic Parks too. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. No, Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new Jumanjis. They're great. Yeah, they're really really fun. I confused myself. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen those, please watch them. Yeah, they're, so they're, fun. they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I watched a movie on Netflix about a like a, an assassin who's retiring called Polar. Mm. And I it was I liked it a lot. It yeah, was, it was good. good. Yeah, I liked it. Riveting. It, yeah, it had seen? some dark humor in it, but then fun. I mean I mean, I don't think there's a spoiler. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really gonna say, but it turned really dark really quickly. Like it was like Whoa, you know, mm. like oh yeah, oh yeah, and and so, but but I, but I enjoyed it. Great, great, yeah. Uh, question number three: Do you have a local small business that you would like to plug? Yes, we do. Oh, we do. We do have one. Yes, our first week we were driving out to our CSA to go pick up our vegetables from our friends, and. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we decided to take the back roads all the way out because yes. it was a beautiful day. Instead of getting on the highway and driving out, it's like a That's it's almost an hour away from us. Yeah, Brookfield. Yeah. yeah, and at the same time, we are both. I want fish. I want fish. 
I want fish. I want fish. But fish. we didn't want to like go to a restaurant and get like baked cod or like right. a salmon. We wanted to get like that seafood that you get at the little shack at the beach. That really, yeah. really good fresh yeah fried like maybe you're wearing a bathing suit with shorts on over it and you just like stumble on this spot maybe yeah yeah that and and ju- i always i if i go to the beach if i go like i don't i don't really care about the beach i'm i can't sit out there in the sun all day i no. cook i'm I'm so pale yeah i remember we went i was in you a tent creospy. all day huh you get creospy i get creospy I go, I have to get seafood when I when I go to the beach. I have to. So, oh, yes. and we're just driving and, and not five minutes later. It was, it was maybe a mile. Maybe. Right. We come around a corner and there's this place in Brookfield called the Clam Box. Hallelujah. Ha- we were, it was an oasis. Like an oasis in the desert. It was unbelievable. Yeah, we didn't believe it was actually there. No, no. Wow, was it good. It was so good. Yeah, I will say, I think that everything... Uh, needed a little salt, but mm, sure. But don't but, let that deter you because they the there's salt. The, there's salt fresh. on the table. Yeah, the, yeah. The oil was fresh. The 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 actual seafood itself was fresh. Yeah, the French fries were good. Yeah, we got a. Um, the seafood was so fresh. Yeah, we yeah. got like a grilled seafood platter that was. Lovely. Lovely. Coleslaw was delicious. Coleslaw was great. The ambiance was like yep. you were at a beach. Yep. And we got the and we got the uh, the whole belly clam roll. And yes. I, I knew I was getting a clam roll. And we got the crab cakes. The crab yep. cakes oh, the were crab cakes were phenomenal. All killer, no filler. It was yeah. it was so good. So, Hallelujah. We're gonna go back. Oh, we're gonna go back. We're meeting we're meeting Doc someplace else and his mom someplace else tomorrow when we yeah, go. Yeah, man. But, Summer seafood is just Love it. It's my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite. But you know what I love best about Massachusetts? Oh, uh, wait, let me damn guess. The damn fluffernutter. The damn. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> If you haven't subscribed, please do follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Idle Chat Podcast. Please go out and do something cool for somebody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.